0: Hello, 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 everybody. My name is LaBria, and I am the host of Gym Time with Bria. Before we get started, I want to say Happy New Year to everybody. I know I missed y'all on last Wednesday, but let me tell y'all, the girl was suffering real bad with that good old keto flu, and if you have ever been on the keto diet, then you understand me when I say that the keto flu will take you under. I didn't want to move. I didn't want to breathe. I just didn't want to. I was only good for laying in bed and working and doing whatever I needed to do just to stay hydrated. But I'm back and I'm better. Tonight, we are going to be talking about talking godly versus living godly. And I have to give the topic credits to my big sister, Peggy Spencer Jones. Um, I always go to her when I need wisdom, guidance, uh, good spiritual talk. Um, If I need some honest advice, she will definitely give it to me. No sugar coating, no none of that. And if I definitely need some good prayer, she's one of those people that can get the prayer past the ceiling and all the way up to heaven. So I just want to give her a big shout out tonight for helping me pick out the topic for tonight's show, especially a topic that is needed in the world that we are living in today because there are a lot of people that... I want to say they play on God's grace and mercy. They want to, you know, talk a good game. They want to throw the Bible at you. They want to tell you what you're doing wrong. They even go as far as to getting behind the sacred desk and preaching and teaching the word of God and telling people how they need to live holy. And then behind closed doors, there's some hellions. And I feel like it's a lot of people who are watching these people, some of these people, and they're saying, well, how can they teach me how to live holy if they're not living holy as well? That's when talking godly and living godly needs to come into play together. It needs to coincide with each other. You can't tell somebody I'm saved and I'm holy and I'm a man or a woman of God. I'm an apostle and I'm this and I'm that. But your actions are showing different. If you're telling me that This is the position that you hold as a man and a woman of God. But I see you at the bar drinking. I am definitely going to look at you different. That's not for me to say that it's okay for people to judge you because nobody has any right to judge anybody. But if I look at you as a certain person. If I look at you like I can I can go to you and you're supposed to be able to lay hands on people and you're supposed to be able to pray for people and things are supposed to happen and you're supposed to set the atmosphere in church and everything is supposed to change. And if I see you doing otherwise, of course I am going to side-eye you as if I'm doing something other than what I'm supposed to be doing if I proclaim myself as a woman of God, people are going to definitely look at me different. It's a lot of... Young people who don't take church or these people, men and women of the cloth, or whatever you call yourself, it's a lot of young people who don't take things as serious. As we did in my generation, because growing up in my generation in the nineties and some of us grew up in the eighties and the seventies, we grew up where our grandparents and our pastors and our apostles and the prophetess, they did not play about God. If if you if your if your skirt was too short, they made sure, you know, get it right the next time. If if you rolled your eyes, if you was chewing gum in church, they Give me that gum. We don't chew gum in this church. You know, it's it's a lot of things that have changed. Where you know, people, you know, they take more to social media. Social media has made it where people can be whoever they want to be, and a lot of people they just don't know better. They feel like, oh yeah, she's saved because she knows her word. She knows, her. but let me tell you something. Anybody can tell you that Genesis is is the first book of the Bible. Anybody can tell you that. My four-year-old can tell you that. But it's about how you're living, how you're conducting yourself. And anybody can talk godly. And a lot of people just got get home training just because you don't see a lot of these people drinking and smoking. And they yes ma'am, they no ma'am. They cross their legs when they sit and they use proper verbiage. That does not mean that they are a man or a woman of God. If you haven't set yourself aside to say lord i give myself to you i want to be saved you know i want to be in the will of god then how are you living godly how are you a godly person and there is no such thing as once saved always saved it's it's a lot of people who feel like that and that is absolutely not true you know, every day when we wake up, we're supposed to, you know, ask God to order our steps. You know, if, if we're not saved, you know, do what you need to do to get saved. Get, do what you need to do to be in the will of God. You know, the Bible says, do not be conformed to this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You got to renew your mind so you can be in alignment with God, so you can be in the will of God. There is no such thing as if I get up and preach to these people on Sunday Sunday. And when I leave out of this church, I can turn on whatever music I want to turn on and I can cuss and fuss and drink a beer. You know what I'm saying? It's no such thing as I can do that, call myself a man or a woman of God and still do worldly things. You can't do worldly things and still be a man or a woman of God. You have to talk godly as well as live godly. There are people that are watching. There are people that are look up, looking up to you. There are people that are saying, you know what? I want to be like her when I grow up. I want to be able to worship God like her. I want to have a better relationship with God. I want her to teach me. But how can you teach me how to be a better person than God if you're not doing the same thing? And don't get me wrong. A lot of us, you know, we, we, we mess up. We, you know... We have our moments, but that's what repenting is for. That's what repenting is for. You know what I'm saying? Before you go to sleep at night, I don't care what you do. Before you lay down and pick up your phone and scroll on Facebook to one of your eyelids closed. You need to get on your knees and pray Pray to God. Lord, forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for any thoughts that I might have had that is, that is not like you. You know what I'm saying? Repenting is very important. And a relationship with God is very important. Above our relationships, you should want to have a relationship with God. Because what is the point of us living through COVID, through this pandemic? It, through all of the stuff that is going on, through racism, through poverty, through being broke. What's the point of us living through all of these things and not having a relationship with God or not or, or not getting saved and not being delivered from, from these worldly things? What's the point of us living through all of this hell on earth? decide to not give ourselves to God, decide to play with God, because that's what a lot of people are doing. They're playing with God because they feel like, well, I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to be able to do this. And they got that whole day planned out, but you don't know. You can, you can probably wake up in the morning, but how do you know you're going to live throughout that whole day? How do you know that it's not going to be your time the next day? How do you know that God is going to say, you know what? You know what? I'm going to just go ahead and cut this short. You know, you have, to, you have to wake up every day with the mindset of, you know what, I'm living through this pandemic. I'm living through being broke. I'm living through troubled times. So why not let me get myself right with God? Why not let me get delivered? Why not find me a good church home of people that are going to live what they are talking about? That's important, too. When you have that church home, when you have that relationship with your pastor, your bishop, your apostle, whatever it is that you have in your church home. When you have that relationship with those people and they can hold you accountable, because let's be honest, y'all. It's a lot of these churches that have these people that are doing whatever they want to do inside and outside of the church. They see it. They don't hold them accountable. Now, yes, these people are grown. But when you have these people singing on your choir and on your usher board and on your deacon board and they sitting up on the pulpit. I was always taught don't even walk across the pulpit if you are not a preacher, a minister or whatever. Don't don't even walk across the pulpit. You need to walk around. You need to go across the choir. Don't don't you walk through that pulpit. It's so many people that get to sit in the pulpit that are not living what they're talking about and that's a big problem. So what's the point of you going through all of this hell in life if you are not going to give yourself to God and go to sleep knowing That if I die tonight, I know that I gave myself to God. I know that I'm saved. I know that I've been delivered. I won't die and go to hell. You're already living through hell. We're already living in these perilous times. We're living through this pandemic. You got to wear a mask everywhere you go. You got to make sure you got your hand sanitizer. You know, you can't spend time with your family members like you want to. It's a lot of stuff that's going on. People are kidnapping people. People are racist. People are mean. You know, people are just killing people for no reason. People are dying from underlying health issues. So why put yourself through all of these things or why go through all of these things in life? And we're getting older. We're getting older. And a lot of us know better because, like I said, a lot of us grew up in church with our grandparents and our mothers. And and if you had a grandma like I had, my grandma took me to just about every tent revival that there was she took me to every revival that we had at the church i was on the usher board i was on the choir i was the church secretary i did the church announcements my grandma did not play when it came to me working in the church and being in the church neither did my aunties and 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 my mama she made bria get up for church And if you know my mama, you know the type of person that she is. But my mama made sure that I went to church. I had that village all around me of people who made sure I got to church. They made sure that I didn't play in church. They made sure that I worked in church. A lot of people, a lot of us were raised to work in the church, to conduct ourselves as such people, you know, that were raised in the church. And then, you know, we grow up, of course. You know, I, I grew up and I wanted to do what I wanted to do and I wanted to live. But you know, now that I'm older, now that I'm older, my relationship with God is more important to me than having these worldly things. Like I always say, materialistic things are things that I can work for. Materialist things are things that I can work for. But what's the point of me wanting to have all these materialistic things and 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 do these worldly activities if I'm going to die and go to hell. I can't take these materialistic things with me when I die. So what's the point of me just living to have all of these materialistic things or, or, or living this quote-unquote worldly life just to die and go to hell? You know what I'm saying? Because you, you can't take all of these possessions with you, just your soul. So, you know, I just, I just, I just want to say that if you, if you don't have, if you don't have a relationship with God, or if you feel like you've been playing, you've been tiptoeing, you've been straddling the fence, you can't straddle the fence forever because we don't all live forever. And you know, there's a such thing called judgment day. You know what I'm saying? so if you are one of those people who feel like, you know what? I want to I want to be closer to God. I want to give my life to God. I want to live for Christ. I want to be able to pray. I want I want heaven to hear me when I pray. I want to be able to change situations when I pray. I want to be able to change the atmosphere when I walk in the room because of my presence. And let me tell y'all something. Any person that you are around that is saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized. If if they are that person, they do not have to remind everybody every five minutes. It shows. If that's the person that you are, it will show. It will show through, through your actions. The light will shine. I promise you. It's, it's a lot of people. I can look at them and say, ooh, you, yeah, yeah. You, you can, sometimes you can just look at people and tell, you know what, that's, that's, that's a good man, that's a good woman of God. You know what I'm saying? You, you have to You have to live godly. When you're living godly, it shows. You don't have to tell people that you have arrived. We see you before you open your mouth. You have to live godly and talk godly as well. And you could tell those people who who got that little nastiness about themselves, but they they, they want to proclaim themselves as a man or a woman of God. You, you can really tell those people nowadays. Nowadays, you can really tell those people. And we're, we're living in a time where people really are showing themselves true to who they are when it comes to living godly people are really showing themselves you see everything social media will tell you everything a a lot of times it will tell you everything you need to know about a person there's always somebody that's recording you it's always somebody going live it's always somebody snapchatting you you never know who's watching so like i said if if you you know want to have a close relationship with god do that do that be that person if if you're struggling with it, you know what I'm saying? Find you somebody. Find you a safe haven. You know, like like I said at the beginning of my show, my, my sister is my person. She is my person. My sister and my aunt. They're my they're my people that I go to. You know what I'm saying? When I when I just need a safe haven of people that I know that can get a prayer to heaven that, that I know can intercede on my behalf. And it's also very important to be able to intercede on your own behalf. That's when your relationship with God comes into play. But you, you have to be in the will of God. You have to align yourself, your words and your actions have to be in the will of God. And if you feel like, you know, I've done something during the day, I thought something that I shouldn't have thought throughout the day. That's why you repent. You know, ask God to keep your mind on track, brighter your tongue, order your footsteps, you know, keep you from rolling your eyes. you know people are gonna piss you off. you're still human, but it's up to you as to if you if you want to say you know i'm I'm a saved woman, I'm a saved man, I'm a christian man, I'm a Christian woman. Your actions have to align themselves because at the end of the day, yes, there are people watching you, but when they can't see what you're doing, God sees everything. You can't hide anything from him under the radar that you are doing, not even a a, a thought. So that's, those are the gems that I wanted to drop on y'all. You know, just, just get your life right with God. And if, if, if you're, talking godly you need to also be able to live godly you gotta you gotta be able to back that bark up you gotta be able to back that bark up so you know i just feel like like i said in the times that we're living in it's so important to have a true and a genuine relationship with god it's it's so very important y'all that's all I got for y'all tonight. I definitely will be, be, be back next Wednesday at 6 o'clock. Same place. Same time. I love y'all. Have a blessed week. Have a blessed weekend. Y'all stay safe out there. I see that it's supposed to be a little bit of snow. If you like me, I don't like snow. I don't want no snow. I don't I don't like bad weather. I don't like rain. I want I, you know, I rather prefer the springtime weather, you know. And, and don't go up in the store buying all the doggone bread, y'all. Every time It say it's going to snow. Y'all go and buy all the bread. Now, I don't care what kind of milk you buy because I I take lactate. But (laughs) do not go and buy up all the bread, y'all. Because guess what? You you buy up all that bread, it's going to get mold on it. Do not buy up all the bread. Get all the toilet tissue that you need. Make sure you got your waters. You know, get you about two loaves of bread. Make sure you got you some good canned goods, you know, whatever. Make sure you got you a good action plan in case you need to leave your home and go somewhere else. If you if you live in the country like I do, you live on a, you know, a, a highway where you got to drive over a bridge. You might not be able to get over that bridge. Make sure you got you a backup plan. Make sure you got somewhere where you can go, you know. But please, y'all don't go buy a pile of bread. And y'all be blessed. Stay prayed up. Get you get yourself right. With God, I love y'all. And I will catch y'all next Wednesday at Gym Time with Bria.